Hey, what is up, everybody? And welcome to the Get Your Bell Wrong Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. We are doing this show just before kickoff uh, for the very first NFL game uh, Thursday night, Chiefs and Lions. I am rocking the Barry Sanders. I am Team Detroit tonight, buddy. What about you? I'm not Team Detroit. Because I, as much as I love Detroit, I don't understand your allegiance there. But, uh, yeah, I don't really get two craps to win tonight. I just hope fantasy-wise everybody on both these teams sucks tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I need David Montgomery in a couple places. Yes, yeah, so I don't need anything because the only thing I have in this game is Sky Moore on my bench. So okay. I prefer that he doesn't do much either, so I'm not pissed off for three days. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the danger of Thursday night plays. You and I both hate playing Thursday night guys. In our once and done league, we well, up until you uh decided to go behind my back and play some guys on Thursday night. It we worked usually out have a, last year. I did it that one night no I got thir- I know. Yeah, no, it did work out, but we, we're supposed to have a strictly no Thursday night uh players uh a rule I there. Good about it. I didn't feel good we about it, it, but I did after the game. My heart. Um, and I'll tell you what, the I think the number one story in the NFL right now, and this game is affected by it, are the big name guys who are injured right now. We got Travis Kelsey, who I presented his knee, he's out. Cooper Cup, another first round fantasy pick, he's out at least week one, probably multiple weeks. Uh, and then obviously Jonathan Taylor, that mess he's going through. At one point, he was also first round uh fantasy pick. So we got some guy, depending on when you drafted. Um, all three of these guys were first round picks, and all three of them are facing two of them most likely, maybe Kelsey, multi week absences. And that is not the way you want to start your fantasy league off. Well, let's address that, Bobby. Yeah. That Jonathan Taylor is a bunch of bullshit. That is okay. not an injury. That's just him not feeling like playing and being pissy because he's the petulant kid again, getting kicks instead of Frankenberry acting like a whiny baby so he's on the pup for four weeks he doesn't have a choice he could have the healthiest ankle on earth he's not playing until week five because he's not allowed by league rules uh as far as kelsey i think he does a huge bullet he they said he was begging to play tonight yeah luckily they're being wise with this and saying no we'll give you 10 more days to heal when we really need you and that that not they don't need him tonight because you know you and i both were big is it bullish or bearish? I think we're bullish on on the Lions, right? That means uh, we're yes, we're bullish. Good. We are pro Lions. Yes. yes, yes. So we both think this game could be a barn burner tonight. The one I'm worried about those three guys is Cup. Me, yeah, me too. Because I think he's already on the wrong side of all this. The way he plays the game, his tiny frame and, and everything, and then soft tissue injury injury now after last year's injury. Man, I don't know where this is going to go. Yeah, it is scary. Uh, and this game should be a barn burner. Vegas uh, thinks it is. It has the highest point total of the week at 52 and a half. Uh, a close second are, is the Miami Dolphins and Chargers game. They're at 51. Did it drop um, with the Kelsey news? Uh, actually, I don't think so. Um, now, unless I'm looking at DraftKings Sportsbook right now, and I just refreshed it before we started, uh, as of 7.07, that's uh that's still let me refresh again. It's been a, it's been a few minutes since then. Uh dude, actually it went up to 53. Okay. So I don't know. I, I might I might take the under on that one. 
Plus, yeah. the first game of the year, I mean, it's sometimes it's tough for those offenses to get rolling. Now, n- normally, depending on the offense, the the Lions they should gel pretty well because um, at least Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Goff and Khalif Raymond, uh, they've been there. But there's always new pieces, so we'll. It, I would take the under, um, but that's just me. Yeah, you got Laporta tonight. You got uh, the Chiefs' whole receiver core again, just. Not different from last year, but they're missing Juju. Tony's playing. Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, yep. MVS. Like his and no Kelsey, so that changes things. What's going to happen in their backfield? What's going to happen in Detroit's Hello, backfield? It's I, so I, crazy. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kelsey's targets went to McKinnon. He's He can do it. Obviously, he showed last year he could do it. I think Tunut is decided to play McKinnon tonight over Pacheco. Ooh. Oh, man. I don't hate it. I mean, honestly, for me, for me, those guys are a coin flip. I'm sitting here flipping a coin. Why? <laughs> um, and is your league? Is it a full PPR? Half. Oh yeah, that that even full PPR. I probably would go McKinnon, but uh, that half again goes goes to the coin flip. Speaking of injuries, oh. Juju Smith Schuster just said, "Who's that loud dude on Sirius? You love? I can never remember his name." Jeff Mans. Yeah, he. They reported yesterday that the news coming out. Did you see this? I did not. The news coming out of uh, New England is that they said they're saying B reporters there that on any given route they expect Juju's knee to explode. That was the oh, actual word explode. Yeah, yeah. That his knee, they are babying it like you wouldn't believe it is. And then the word with the tra- in the trainer room, everything is that he is one step away from his knee blowing to shreds. That's interesting. Later on in the show, we're going to talk about some guys that are probably on your waiver wire that went undrafted that you might be able to add to your, the end of your bench. And I had mentioned to you, I was going to do one guy and then I didn't, maybe now I should, I'll bring him up later at the end. We'll, we'll tease that, but we might, we might need to bring him back up. Uh, Another huge story over the weekend. I don't know if you paid attention to college football too much. Um, I don't really get into it a lot to the end of the year, especially, you know, when I start breaking down film on all of our uh, prospective first round picks, but Travis Hunter, who, you know, followed Dion to Colorado, the guy played both sides of the ball right around 150 total snaps starting at corner and at receiver. He got an interception on defense, I think three tackles and 11 catches for 119 yards. All right. To put this in perspective, it can take NFL players three full games to reach 150 total snaps. When I was in college, I played all of our special teams and defense, um, and our offense was terrible. We got walloped by this one team, and I was on the field for 135 plays, and I can tell you I was gassed until like Thursday of the next week. I was beat up. I was tired. And, I mean, they interviewed him at the end of the game, and he's like, I'm ready to run this back right now. Travis Hunter just put himself, uh, I think, in position for a Heisman vote or two. Well, one game. Correct. And there is zero chance that's going to go on all season long. He, there's no way he could do nope. it. Spotty's not going to handle it. And the second he goes down, the press is going to freaking bury Dion for taking this dude who Dion says should be a first round pick. And all this jazz, a guy potentially cost him millions by destroying his body. You can't play in the Power Five conferences every snap on both sides of the ball. It is you can't play going any. to backfire almost. I can't say definitely, never know. But it 
I cannot see this panning out long term. And he I'll won't need to do it. If they're killing people or if they're getting killed, they won't need to do it. But in a yeah. game like that, Bard Burner week one, wanted to win. Yeah. I get it. But uh, I, for I mean, there's already people telling him, like, look, dude, work yeah. great for one week, but you best watch yourself on this. Yeah, I hear you. Um, all right, I'm I'm ready to jump in to our little waiver wire deal, unless you got something else you wanna you wanna bring up. We don't have anything. Oh, did you notice that uh Chris Jones tonight? He's actually he's there in his box watching the game tonight. At the in the stands. Yep, his player so, box that they gave as part of his deal for his family. Right. Now he's there watching the game from the player box. So for those of us who don't know why that is um impactful, go ahead and, and give us Chris his story. Well, he's holding out on the team and he says that he's he you know he wants he wants a pay raise and he's saying he doesn't want to be a distraction. He's saying, how is he possibly hurting the team by doing this? He's just, if you worked at Walmart and wanted to trade or wanted more money, (laughs) who holds out at Walmart? Like all this junk. So the dude literally is there watching the game, but not helping his teammates. Yes, this reminds me of something once in time. Once in time, we won't mention names on here. One of our, uh, it reminds me of a time at our track and field event when one of our, uh, fellow teachers decided to show up and sit in the stands for seven hours while we ran around like scalded dogs running the whole thing. But it's, it's quite interesting. You'd actually have the gall to show up and watch. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the only team activity he's shown up for at all. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. He's not been doing anything. He's been training that's, in Florida I, somewhere. That's ballsy, man. Uh, I don't. I, I honestly don't know how to feel about that, man. That is. I think just, it's kind of worse with the Bosa deal because now he's seeing what he just got paid. Now he's going to want even more. Different, yeah, different positions though. It is, but still, he's going to say, "Look, these guys broke the bank for this dude. Uh, what are you going to do for me?" He is one of the best in the business. I he mean, is, he but still, deal. you you got to pay everybody else too. And when you pull this kind of stuff, you signed that contract. Oh, I know. And he's getting he's getting fined. He's already accrued, I think, two million dollars yeah, in and fines. You can't, and it's not like it used to be the team. Part of that right. latest deal is you cannot rescind. He has to pay it. It will be taken out literally when he starts getting paid. Again, it'll be taken out of his game checks. Right. And that was you know, one thing that was made all the finding stuff a joke <laughs> in the previous CBA. Because a player get fined a million dollars, and then the teams had the opportunity and just oof. to waive that fine and say, you know, don't worry about it. So the fines didn't mean anything to the guys holding out. But now with the new CBA, you can't do that. That was a that was a smart move on the team's behalf, uh, if you ask me. Well, it makes it actually meaningful. Being fined is actually yeah. meaningful now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, interesting that he's there watching. You have to. His teammates are all going to say the right things, but you have to wonder if there's not a few of them. Like, really. Dude, you're making 10 times what I make. I'm out here playing. I know. It's a tough pill to swallow. Again, millionaires crying about money. It's 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 difficult. That is. All right, sir. So our drafts are over for the most part, unless you're getting, I mean, unless you're getting one in right now or you're going to do it after the Thursday night games. I don't know how that works, but they should be over. Even though you just draft a team, you should always check your waiver wire. Some guys fall through the cracks and the information we get, it changes every day. Um, you know, if you had Travis Kelsey, guess what? You need a tight end now. He's not playing tonight or this week or who knows about the future. Um, if you had drafted Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor, 
you're going to need someone to fill in. So uh, I went through and picked out a few guys. I, I think you're going to talk about some as well that you could add on the end of your bench. And all of these guys have a current ADP of after pick 180. So they're, I mean, undrafted guys in most leagues. Uh, and I'll start, I'll start out. I'm pretty big on this guy, at least for this week, and that is Washington Commanders quarterback Sam Howe. He is currently overall pick 194, quarterback 28 in drafts. I, I mean, if you're playing in a 16-team league, um, you got a chance for this guy easy. He had a great preseason, 75% completion percentage, 265 yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers, also had 25 yards rushing. I know. Pre, I'm talking to Mr. I hate slash ignore the preseason, and I know that preseason stats mean close to nothing. But he did show that he can score fantasy points. He also has a great wide receiver duo. We got scary Terry McLaurin. We got Jahan Dotson. He has an offensive coordinator that worked with Patrick Mahomes for a few years. And probably most importantly, this guy's a dual threat quarterback. He rushed for over 800 yards in his final season at UNC. Let us not forget the Washington Commanders have a home game against the lowly lowly Arizona Cardinals coming up on Sunday. I am big time on Sam Howe. I and I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I have him starting in one of my leagues. I picked him up really just for this tons of quarterbacks went early. I picked him up for this week for sure and maybe you know if he does what I think he might do this week maybe he'll stick around. You're thinking about uh, slanging him out there in the once and done, big boy? Uh, that sounds I like you're talking kind of leading into that. Confirm or deny that he is already in my lineup in the once and done. I'm putting, in, I'm putting my money where my mouth is numerous places. Okay. Really taking a shot. A, a man yeah. who missed the playoffs by six points last year. Going out to Sam Howell in week one. I want to roll those dice early and often, my friend. That's early a, and often. That's How do you nice feel? Special. Um, I think that what in what uh have you looked to see what percentage he's owned in a normal league, in a, like a 12 team uh, league? I have not. I would imagine it's 15% or less. I can look up. You think it would be that low? Uh well people are really high on him. Yeah. If I'm saying he would be a, a starter, he'd be a backup. If it's a home league, then he might be owned more simply because the, a lot of the people that don't know what they're doing draft backup quarterbacks. Um, so that could skew everything. But um, no, I can't imagine. You're saying that people that don't know what they're doing draft backup quarterbacks. Is that what you're implying? Uh, or just straight up saying, not even implying? Um, no, I'm I'm not implying. I am. I'm just saying it. You don't need a backup quarterback. 22%. Okay. Yeah. I, I, Yahoo's 22%. I entirely dispute that notion because in some leagues where it's not endless streaming, endless pickups, endless this, endless that, it's great to have a backup. And if you're in a situation in a league where somebody just sort of falls to you in round 12, that could be a great backup if you need them. I think it's foolish to not take one. But I know you're big on not having one because you love the stream. Um, right. It, well, it, I mean, if I don't get that guy early, yes, you're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I can buy him. I mean, any starting quarterback that isn't really challenged for his role is going to be a guy that 
could help somebody, but there's no there. I guess for this week, he's good if you have no quarterback. But there's not many quarterbacks really out, so it, it, you'd be really hard. You'd have to be in a really, really big league, like a 20-team, 20 25-team league to play him this week. Well, I'm playing him in a 12-team league because we had, I mean, by the end of the sixth round, I want to say, we were already up in the double-digit um, yeah. quarterbacks that were taken. So, um, so you picked him for I, week one just because he was playing the Cardinals? Yes. And then you'll because dump by the time him this I got, yeah, probably I will. Um, and we'll see, you know, we'll see what we have out there on the waiver wire. Maybe he performs okay and, and I get to start him again. I don't know. Okay. Uh, this next guy I have, I think you're going to enjoy. I know you did when he was uh, coming out in the draft, and that is Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver for the yeah. Carolina Panthers. 216 ADP, wide receiver 68. Now we always say that when you're drafting this late, we draft for upside. I don't he his floor is literally zero. Um, but he does Not have this week. Upside. Right. Yeah, right. He has found himself in a wide receiver room with old man Adam Thielen, the oft injured DJ Chark, who is injured right now and might not play. And our second round letdown. I know a guy you were big on, Terrace Marshall. He hasn't turned out to be anything. Of those three guys, he's the only one that practiced today. He is the only one that's a hundred percent healthy. Dark and Thielen are both game time decisions trending down. Uh, well, Thielen, we he did not he practiced limited yesterday. Didn't practice today. Could be a setback. Could be old man rest day. We don't know that just yet. Uh, but no matter what, he's going to see the field week one. And I'm not telling you to start him week one, but his road to significant targets is not a long one. All he's got to do if he can bury himself in his playbook, learn this offense. He's got all the opportunity in the world to be the wide receiver one in Carolina as a rookie. Uh, he was a late riser on the draft process, but he ended up being draft 30, drafted 39th overall. He was the fifth wide receiver in the real NFL draft and the first selection by Carolina after they took Bryce Young first. He was very explosive at Ole Miss. If, correct me if I'm wrong. It, it was it was Mims is the one that you told me to check out later Mims on. Mims is the right? one I love. Mims is the one I yeah, think yeah. of all those lower – like that second tier wide receiver is the one that could have a amazing career. Uh, right. But I think we both ended up liking Mingo when we yeah, checked we in did. as well. Very explosive at, uh, what was it? Mississippi state. And um, dude, I, I like, if you're swinging for the fences, no problem with Mingo at all. Um, What is he owned? And if you can look real quick, because he was a guy that went for money in my league. He, uh, yeah, oh, I, nice. I would I would think in most twelve team leagues the guy should be rostered. Uh, well, not with an ADP of what was it two sixteen? Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess smaller leagues. Yeah, seventeen percent in Yahoo, seventeen percent. Just doesn't make any sense. Who are these idiots? He's in such a great mm -hmm. situation. I mean, sort of. They're awful. They'll be negative great game script all the time quarterback is going to have to prove something but yeah these wide receivers are all permanent they're all injured all the time and they're not, none of them are getting any younger and if i'm bryce young who do i really want to have a rapport with who do i really want to stay after practice with every single day do i want to be adam thielen who's going to be retired in six months maybe. or yeah, maybe six want, weeks <laughs> right or do i want the rookie that come that's coming in with me that we might spend our careers together 
Yeah, that's, that's the a, guy I would have liked to see. Yeah, I, I'd want to get going with him soon. Um, but you know, they want he wants going to want to win games too because he's going to have to keep that job. That's true. That's true. Um, wait, who's going to have to keep that job? Bryce Young. Yeah, that's his job. They're not giving it to Andy we'll Dalton. We'll see. Yeah, I got one more for you. You good? Why wouldn't that Ready? be good? I don't know, Kevin. I don't know. Um, I'm just looking around and stuff, looking at names, looking at the TV. Dallas Cowboys starting first string tight end Jake Ferguson. <clears throat> Overall ADP of 208 and tight end 27. If, and we've talked about this quite a few times, if you punt on tight end, you don't get Kelsey or Andrews or Goddard or whoever. They're all the same. So why not bet on a guy who plays for a team who has implemented tight ends into their offense since Jay Novacek? Dak Prescott was drafted in 2016. Since then, five of the seven years he's played, the Cowboys have had a top 12 fantasy tight end. That's a late career Jason Witten. That's a Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz was tight end three, was it, two years ago? Yeah. Right. Why stop now? Ferguson's 6'5", he's 250, and he's going to be the guy. Luke Schoonmaker was a second-round rookie, and Peyton Hendershot are the only two other tight ends on the roster. We know it's tough for rookie tight ends to make an impact right away. Dude, Ferguson's going to be on the field almost every play, and as a quarterback who loves throwing to his tight ends. I am in, and once again, money where my mouth is. I have him starting in at least one league as well. I I love that I have made you speechless, and you you are so on the Jake Ferguson train. You don't know what to say. It's just so odd with you sometimes. The things you say, the things you do. Please, it, uh, it blows my mind. I don't know what to say. Why? I'm not saying the guy won't be really good, but playing him in week one, that's ballsy. Not really knowing exactly how will you, how much will even be on the field as a week one. He misses one block, and Dak might say, bye-bye, you're not playing anymore. Nah, I'm not um, worried about so that. It's interesting. We're rolling dices here, Kevin, with your punt. Listen, we you said. You said you were going to roll the dice last year. Here we are. Rolling dice, buddy. I'm, rolling I'm dice again. Lost time. Uh, now, I will say I'm not starting Jake Ferguson and Sam Howe in the same league. I'm certainly not doing that. Um, but look, tight end, what's the difference between tight end 12 and tight end 27? A point and a half a game? You know no, what I'm I mean? not saying that. I'm saying long term he might be great, but it's ballsy to play him in week one of his rookie year, not knowing exactly what his role will even be. It's uh, okay. But I'm not saying he's a bad guy to have on your team. I don't think that at all. He was, like I said, he's drafted in my league. Uh, but to have him out in week one, it, it's ballsy. If it works out for you, I'll say kudos. If it doesn't, I'll say, well, these things happen when you play a rookie in week one. Well, he's not a rookie. Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's not. not. Sorry. But right. still, when you play, yeah, play somebody very new. Uh, but so one. let's bring up a rookie. Michael Mayer or Jake Ferguson, week one? Hmm. I didn't really want to play either of them. Sure. Okay. Um, how about Ir Irv Smith Jr. or Jake Ferguson? I don't want to. Why would, why would I want to play any of those guys? Tyler Conklin. These or, are guys that shouldn't start in any 12-team league on earth. Right. These are guys all start my league. I have a 16-team league. They shouldn't be starting in my league either. All so those why guys would I have to pick between these guys? 
all those guys are up, are ranked above Jake Ferguson, and I want Ferguson over all of them. For this week or for the season? Maybe both. I mean, they're what the Cowboys are playing the Giants this week, right? The Giants. I'm not afraid yeah. of that defense. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know what to say to you. Well, you're you're gonna you're gonna say good job after this week. I guess we'll we'll, we'll <laughs> find out. Uh, right, you got a couple for us. I didn't really have this. As, as I told you, I have a very big league, 272 roster spots. So there's the waiver wire in our league is is true trash. So you're talking about the deepest of deep people. The So what I went by then was ownage percentage in all of my fantasy league.com. The highest ranked guy that's not on a team in our league is Kendra Miller. Uh-huh. He's hurt. Yeah, so that's nobody I want. The next right. highest is a guy that I might like in three years, Rasheed Rice. Mm-hmm. Will he even see the field tonight? I was going to say he might have to play tonight, might. depending on injuries. Yeah, they got Kelsey out. You know, uh, what's his name? Tony is not 100%. He'll probably be – he'll get hurt on a lateral on the third play of the game, and he'll be out. Yeah, it'll be the third play of the game, but it, he'll already have two touchdowns by that. Now he didn't do that. That remember, two it was it last year? I think I played him. He got to the Chiefs. He had one nice play, and then boom, got hurt on a lateral. The next play was out for five games. Um, okay, so- yeah, Jaden Reed in Green Bay. Is that something? There's, there's nothing here outside of this whole list. I'm looking at. There's one person I would maybe want on my team, and that'd be Chase Brown. What about um, Puka Nakua? He's a rookie for the Rams. Cooper Cup's not playing. I think he's starting along with Van Jefferson. And this guy is currently 279 ADP, wide receiver 88. Is that somebody you throw on the end of your bench and just say, hey, let's see what happens? I don't know. Let me look. You, this is, you've been so insightful tonight. This is great. <laughs> Dude, this is crazy. These names you throw out—it's just oh almost funny. Oh, or why you're why you're thinking about Puka Nakua? Puka Nakua—he is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh uh, owned receiver. He's at, owned at twenty nine percent. Okay, so how about Wandale Robinson? I think we both enjoyed watching his game. Wandale, come on, at least call him by his name. Wandale. Okay. okay. I hate if he's you. not on somebody's team, then you're in a stupid league. He's his ADP is two sixty two yeah, wide receiver in the league. He had a he's nice free. game with you last year before he got hurt. He signed a long term deal in my league. Without looking, I think I'm in seven different season long leagues. Mm-hmm. I would be willing to bet even my fourteen teamer that he is a free agent. I'll even look in all I'll of them. My, in all of them. If I had to guess, I'm telling you, people are not, they're not on Wandale. He right. hasn't done anything. He hasn't seen anything. Wandale. Okay. Why? Why? You get on me about Etienne. Well, yeah, because you say it wrong. His name's not Wandale. It is Wandale. I've never heard a single human being call him Wandale. Wandale Robinson. It's made up. Well, I'm not saying it's not a ridiculous name, but man, Lavisca Chenault, boy, boy, how he's fallen so quick. Calvin Austin, I wouldn't mind stashing him away on a, in a long term league, but nothing for this year. 
You know somebody that could make a couple ways? Randall Cobb, owned in only 15% of leagues. If you really are struggling for in a full point PPR, I mean, there's people yeah. out there. Now we're now we're on a roll, Kevin. I like this. Yeah, but I um, wouldn't touch any of these guys for anything. I lied. He is on a roster in my 14-teamer, but not in my 12-teamers. Okay. So well, I apologize for being untruthful. You know, Terrace Marshall, who we were talking about a little bit ago, he's not on a team in my league. Well, he shouldn't be, unfortunately. I don't know. I think in a 16-team league it makes sense, but not a 12. I agree 100% there. Um, um, how do you feel about the Sean Tucker stuff? He's supposedly the running back two in Tampa Bay. The reason he was good in college, great production, but yeah. uh, fell in the draft because of a heart condition, I think it was. Um, he's ADP 261, running back 72. Throw him on the end of your bench just to see what happens. Yeah, I think he's on a he's on a team in my league. I forget somebody drafted him. Yeah, he wouldn't. He's not a bad one. If anytime you're an RB two, that's not that's no longer even a stretch. <clears throat> right. I mean, okay. That, so that's if you're an that's R, you're RB two. There's only sixty four one or twos in the league. Okay. So that's where you. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So, um. So yeah, I mean, anytime you got a number two guy, he. I'm not saying he should definitely be roster, but if you have a struggling team, why not throw him out there? Maybe that's something that can turn your season around if the starter gets hurt. Um, the last one I'm going to say before we move on to some of our starts of the week, uh, unless you have something else you want to hop on, is uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. He's obviously dropped tremendously since he went on the pup. But here's the deal, folks. If you have an IR spot on your team, you pick up Jeff Wilson you immediately put him in that IR spot and then go pick up somebody else. I drafted Jeff Wilson in several leagues simply to do that. I did the same thing with Kyler Murray. Now I ended up with Jonathan Taylor who ended up being on the pup. So I dropped Murray and moved Taylor to the pup. Um, but that's a strategy that can set you apart from these other folks that, you know, aren't thinking that far in advanced, aren't thinking that deep in your fantasy leagues, pick up Jeff Wilson I know he's not going to play the first four weeks, but he might be the starter when he comes back. Put him on that IR spot and then pick up somebody else. Yeah, if you're in a league with only one IR, then when he comes yeah. back, if you don't want him, just dump him. Exactly. Yeah. But he's but you have him just in case he, he comes back and they're like, hey, by now, I mean, as soon as Raheem Mostert plays a quarter and a half, he's going to be hurt. Yep. So well, he'll he'll somebody a five-yard touchdown right as he's crossing the goal line. I <laughs> think Yes. Uh, he'll he'll get the highest speed, ball carrier speed yeah, yeah. for the season in the first quarter, and then he won't play another game the rest of the oh, year. Oh, man. But somebody's going to get about 20 points out of one play. Hey, that happened to uh, us in the once and done. Was it our first year or the second year when we were not on the same team, but we both played him? Week one, I think it was oh, Miami. Yeah, it, was, it was two years ago, yeah. San Francisco against Miami. He yep. did it to us, man. Six yeah. minutes into the game. So he looked great. Cool. He had like four carries for 40 yards. Yes, and then boom, going torn hammy. Oh, Never man. ends with him. He's just too fast for his own good. I love it. I, love I don't. It. I hated it. I still don't have my once and done ready for this week. I wait, wait, wait the first week. Just like I never have locks of the week for week one because I have no clue what's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. You got to put yourself out there, Kevin. I don't. Being, I don't have to do that. Life afraid. I don't have to do that. There's no fear. Well, you know, it's just called not being stupid. I can't put a number 27 tight end out there and call my lock of the week. 
I'm not, we're not asking you to put your tight end 27 out there. People, the people listening, they want to know, Kevin, they want to know how we, they have to, they have week one start sit questions. They're, they're playing DFS. They want to know where they can save some money. How about you're not helpful? What would you do with tune up Pacheco or McKinnon? I I told you I would. Oh yeah. You said a little bit earlier. Yeah. Depends on the format. Ours is half. I would probably lean McKinnon. I'd still go Pacheco. Which is great. I think he has a higher probability of a touchdown. Yeah. Touchdowns are so fluky though. Yeah. I mean, just think McKinnon who we're talking about scored what? Eight touchdowns in six weeks last year. Extremely fluky. Right. Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Some strange plays. Yep. Okay. Right. Well, who, who's your QB of the of the week then, big boy? Oh, you know who it is, man. We already talked about him, Sam Howe. I got him. I already already discussed it. Dual threat. See, going against like a, stuff like this. Terrible, terrible team. This is your At play home. of the week. Is Sam Howe? Listen, Kevin. What do you want me to say, Patrick Mahomes? That's not helping anyone. Do you, do you really oh, think telling everybody to play Sam Howe is? <laughs> I go. I go. Jalen Hurts. It might. At hey, least I'm everybody, trying. I'm rolling out Sam Howe this week. I got him in a DFS lineup too. Well, it's because you probably got him for three bucks. That's what I'm saying, Kevin. Also, That's what we're trying to DFS. do. Okay. It's like you've it's like you've never done this before. It's like you're talking about ten different leagues at once. I, we're just talking about fantasy as a whole. I got Sam Howe in season long. I got Sam Howe in DFS, Kevin. So what do you want gonna, me to? You're going to Sam Howe be a top five quarterback this week. Um, give me a QB one. Yeah, I'll take him as a QB one this week. So you think it'll be top twelve? Yes. But I said top five. And I said you top didn't answer 12. the question that I asked. No, Kevin, I do not think he'll be top five. So you I think, think he'll, he'll be, be six to twelve. Yes. Seven. I I don't know why I do this with you every week, Kevin. <laughs> Got to get a more exact number where where we're looking here. Do you, have, do you have a quarterback? I want to play Anthony Richardson so bad this week, and I want everybody to do it. I think he's going to have like 100 yards rushing. And Indy is playing who? Jacksonville at home. Uh, I, I, I don't think he's going to do any of that. I don't know, man. That If the Jaguars can get their pass rush together, he might be in some trouble. Might be, but he might rush for 100 yards and two TDs. I'm okay. so excited about him. Oh, Lord. I can't believe I got him for four years. So are you putting him in anywhere? No. I'm going to play Kirk Cousins. What about the one week one? And I don't trust rookies to go out there and do well in week one. What about if the he one? does, done? great. I got him the rest of the year. But I'm not going to go out there and throw him out to maybe get three points. And then I can say, so I told you not to play any idiot. But hey. calling myself the idiot. Yeah. Okay. That's a, So in the mirror. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right, running back for me, Cam Akers. The Rams are playing Seattle, Never and the Seahawks. What? The Seahawks had one of the worst run defenses in the league last year. Mm. Obviously, things change year to year, especially defenses. But who else do the Rams have to run the ball? I just saw a report that surfaced that said Kyron Williams may get the passing work. Not buying it till I see it. Cam Akers is going to get probably seventy percent of the. Snaps and touches there in uh in LA. So I'm all in on Cam Akers. I want to go with two. Two what? Two running backs. Because I like doing that to you because it makes you angry. Your boys Charbonneau and Kenny Walker against Charbonneau? the Rams, who possibly have the worst defense in the entire league now. 
I'll take those two guys combined. Only because Kenny Walker, I still think, isn't 100%, or I'd just take him. But I think they I think they both might end up with 20 points in this game. I actually love that, Kevin. You always we, yell at me when I pick two. You tell me I need to pick one. Well, Kevin, um, for my wide receivers, I have two. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Here we go. I can't play a guy on Thursday night, but you can violate your you-have-to-pick-one-guy rule. I don't even know you uh, anymore. Well, I'll tell you why I picked two. Uh, you you picked two because Kenneth Walker might not be fully healthy, so we'll ride with him, but we also think Charbonnet is going to get enough work to do something for us, yes. right? I got I got Charbonnet in, in, um, playing in the flex, I think, in, in two of my leagues. Oh, wow, ballsy. I, I'm going Chris Olave and Michael Thomas, and I'll tell you why. Because Olave is not really helping anyone. He's in everyone's starting lineup or should be. Michael Thomas might not be. I'm starting him also in a flex in one of my leagues. Now, these are multi-flex leagues, two flexes, three flexes sometimes. Um, but I think you can pick either one of them. The Titans have a notoriously bad secondary. The Saints are playing at home in their dome. And I kind of think the Saints want to show off their new toy in Derek Carr. And I think Derek Carr wants to show off a little bit himself. Uh, and the running back, the literally the only healthy running back they have because Kamara is suspended and we just talked about Kendra Miller, the rookie, is hurt, is Jamal Williams. He's going to be the guy. He's going to play probably every single snap. He's going to be the Travis Hunter of the Saints' backfield. Um, and, I'm look, I'm not too worried about Jamal Williams. He's less explosive um, than you after a Taco Bell dinner date. He, uh, It's not, not going to happen. Bell. That goes right through you. They're gonna they're gonna toss the ball all around that dome, I think. And and I think Chris Olave and Michael Thomas, I bet they both score. Do you watch much South Park? I watch zero South Park. Oh, so you never heard Chipotle away? Uh no, and I I prefer not so to. So what's that guy, Billy, the guy that died here that always selling um, stuff with people? Look here, happen. people, this is what you gotta yeah, you gotta put this on your this stuff sticks out like Billy, um, somebody or other. He died a couple years. He did all the infomercials. Billy Mays. Uh-huh. What is it? Billy Mays. Yeah, so he has to in Chipotle way. So after you soil your pants after eating Chipotle, you can spray this, and it takes the stains out when you wash them so you don't have to uh, buy new underwear all the time. Cartman was a big proponent of it. He ends up helping this lady that needs it so that Michael Jackson inside of Ike could win a beauty contest, talent contest, so Michael Jackson could lead purgatory so him and Billy Hayes and all these other people could take the plane to heaven. But then it turned out they were all going to hell anyway, so they should have stayed in purgatory. But Chipotle way, I could have possibly used yesterday. I would thank you for sharing that, Kevin, but I I wouldn't mean it. Um, do you have any running back start? Do you have a running back start or starts of the – I'm sorry, wide receiver. Wide receiver. Thought, I'm going yes. to go out on a limb here and break my own rule. There's one guy I think could have a big <laughs> game. We broken rules for all. There are no one guy. I think have a big game, Mister Zay Flowers. Wow! Yeah, the unknown rookie, unknown offense. I wouldn't call him unknown, but yes, he is a rookie. But I think the offense will be a lot different. I think he's going to be the focal point, along with Andrews and OBJ is probably not going to play this weekend now. So you have all these things coming together, and they're playing Houston, who is awful, and at home it's going to be hot. I think. Zay Flowers could be a guy that puts up some numbers. I wish I had him in my league of record, but the price just got too high. 
and he just not could not be a part of my master plan. I'm going to do my best Kevin Reynolds and say, I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> you just 10 minutes ago got after me for, I'm not going to start some rookie I don't know who's never played as down in the NFL, and here yeah, I we go. I wouldn't myself, but I think other people should. <laughs> That's... <laughs> All these guys, I, I'm actually doing what I'm telling other people to do. You're just a, I'm not because I don't play in 38 leagues because then it's just brown. You should start Anthony You're Richardson. You're just brown I anymore with your you leagues, should. all your leagues. You, I'm in seven. Every Crayola color is beautiful in its own right. But when you just put one color on top of the other over and over, all these colors just kind of brown. I'll be honest, that is a damn good analogy. <laughs> I'm actually you impressed. Impressed. you're just brown you have so many damn teams you have to I'm root for everyone and root that. against everyone in one league you're rooting for this guy but you hope he only gets 21 because he gets 22 in the other league you lose no 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 not for me i do not look at my opponents i i look at my rosters i can't look at my opponents it drives me nuts we can pretend that but that's a bunch of crap I, that you're not sitting there watching monday night and think god if he gets 10 more yards i'm screwed I don't here. nope possibly i'm telling you i do not look at my opponent um yeah, yeah. Speaking of Browns and the color brown, my tight end for the week. How about David Njoku? He watching the preseason seems to have built a little chemistry with Deshaun Watson. Uh, and this game figures to be something of a shootout. But when I checked, I think DraftKings had it a 47 and a half point total. Uh, that's a lot of points. Uh, the Bengals run a lot of nickel. That should put Mike Hilton on Njoku, who's 5'9, 185. Najoku is 6'4", 250. He's got 35-inch arms. Um, and maybe they'll put a safety on him. Both of their starting safeties are only six foot tall. I like that. I like those matchups. Okay. I'm going to go Dalton Schultz. Okay. The, the Houston has nothing in the way of receivers. And they're playing Baltimore, who loves giving up points to tight ends for some reason, or did. You know, I'm not a big on using those stats from last year for this year because they can flip-flop so far. But, but I think Baltimore is going to have one of the worst defenses in the NFL by the end of the season. Why? I just don't think they're any good. They weren't any good last year, and they didn't do anything to get any better. I would be very surprised as far as points scored that they're in the top 20. I think they'll definitely be one of the 12 worst teams as far as giving up points. Interesting. That said, I also think with this new offense and the pieces and getting everybody healthy, they might score 40 a game. So I still think and, they're going to end up like 11 and 6. And C.J. Stroud is going to need an outlet. He's going to need a pacifier. And, and somebody that he knows, and that's a, that's a right, a veteran. We oh, talked so that last that year. Like He's a veteran. He's going to come in here at least have a presence. And that's why I did a trade in my in the Sears XM Fantasy Host Dynasty League to get Hayden Hurst. The exact same reason, because yeah. he's a veteran. And Bryce Young, same situation as Stroud. He's he might need someone to you know dump it off to here and there. All right, uh, I don't hate that one. Defense, sticking with my Commanders because I'm apparently a big Washington Commanders fan now. Home against Arizona. Yeah, got Josh too. Josh Dobbs starting them in Clayton. the once and done. I mean, come on, they got they got no. Um, Arizona's got no scary weapons. I mean, Hollywood Brown can you know he's he might not even hundred percent. He's going to get 45 targets. He'll I mean, they got no one else to throw to. Yeah, he'll have 12 catches, four drops. Um, yeah, Arizona is almost like the closest thing to a minor league team I think we've seen in the NFL in a few years. They're not trying. 
I yeah. pre- honestly, I appreciate that at least owning it. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't care for it in the NFL. I'm not big on tanking. Oh no, I, it, I don't, I don't like it, but I appreciate that they're right. going all. Yeah, if you're going to do it, do it. But I think old Rod Goodell, if he noticed them trying a little too hard to tank, it might might intervene. But I, I, I just, I don't, know, I don't like it. It throws off so many things, not just fantasy. It just throws off the whole league. It's just stupid. Well, this is, I agree, I agree, uh, and this is good timing though. Maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe this will happen. But something, they'll, uh, they'll get screwed out of a pick. Like, uh, was it the the Jets? Couple years ago, when they should have been, they should have got Trevor Lawrence, but they uh, they ended up winning that game towards the end of the year. And yeah, they, ended up they did. Yeah, Wilson, and even last year with the Texans. Um, oh, that was amazing! Yeah, and the yeah, Colts, the Texans, and the Colts, wasn't it? That was great. Yeah, I love it. Well, Lovey Smith, right? Mm-hmm. He's the one that. Oh man, that's great. Straight up, because he knew they told him the day earlier that day. I think they told him he was going to be canned regardless. So he's like, "Screw you." Yeah, here we go. Hail Mary. Got it. Love it. <laughs> now you pick third or whatever. All right. Anything else for you, sir? No, I think we're up to like 24, 25 and then once and done. I'm excited nice. about that. Nice. All right. Well, thank you, uh, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, uh, YouTube, sometimes Twitter, and um, Spotify for sure. Make sure uh, we're going to try to get in here every week, give you guys some uh, now that football season, the real football season is finally underway. Get you guys some starts every week. Break down a couple games. Let you, uh, let you know our thoughts on, uh, you know, everybody who's anybody in the NFL. So thanks for listening. Make sure you check us out each week during the season. Kevin, see you later, dude. Later, dude.